Hello and welcome to the Thursday, March 9th, 2023 edition of the Sands and Storm Center's Stormcast. My name is Johannes Ulrich and today I'm recording from Jacksonville, Florida. Quick diary today about an increase in exploitation against a relatively new Joomla vulnerability. The vulnerability was patched on February 16th, I believe. We have seen... Um, Exploits pretty much ever uh, since this started, but uh, very small numbers of them. The exploit is actually very trivial. It's just a public equals true parameter. It's being added uh, to the URL that will then later bypass authentication. And the most commonly seen exploit of this vulnerability does uh, go after the application's configuration, which uh, will then typically include things like, for example, database uh, credentials and IP addresses. This vulnerability, like I said, has been patched, but relatively recently. So certainly no surprise that we do see quite a bit of interest in it. In the last couple of days, there was one source IP in particular that has started scanning this act, this vulnerability very aggressively after seeing sort of a small increase a couple of days after the vulnerability was released. But the last few days have been really big. So guess it's Picking up more steam now, you better have your Joomla servers patched. Now we have an interesting vulnerability in Jenkins that may lead to remote code execution. The vulnerability was found by Aqua Nautilus and uh, Jenkins, if you're not familiar with it, it's usually part of sort of a CI CD pipeline. It's an automation server that basically builds software products, tests it, and then possibly makes these software packages alive. Now, in order for Jenkins to work, it needs various plugins to interact with all the different components of the software built and testing process. The tricky part here is that one of these vulnerabilities is a cross-site scripting vulnerability that um, is exposed if you are looking for available plugins. So you do not have to actually install a malicious plugin. All you do is you use Jenkins to check on the Jenkins Update Center for plugins if an attacker is able to publish a malicious plugin to the Jenkins Update Center, then the cross-site scripting will be triggered without any additional user interaction. Of course, with all of these sort of you know, very web-based in the browser type applications. What happens next once you have cross-site scripting in the browser using something like Jenkins Update Center, which of course can install additional plugins and execute code, you're really only a small step away from a remote code execution vulnerability. There are two distinct vulnerabilities that are being addressed here uh, by this patch. Definitely apply it. It is exploitable even if your Jenkins server is not exposed to the public because, well, it's a, again, typical cross-site scripting. The browser of the administrator visiting the Jenkins Update Center, that's the part that's actually executing the malicious command. It's sort of a little bit used as a proxy here. And then, well, it's, uh, I guess, not a good year so far for password managers. We have yet another uh, vulnerability in password managers, this time with a Bitwarden. Now, 
Little disclaimer here, this vulnerability is, you're not exposed to it by default. You do have to opt into a fairly popular feature, autofill on page load. One advantage of uh, password managers is that, well, uh, they basically prevent phishing because a password manager tends to be better than a normal user in figuring out what website you're at. And then they will only fill credentials into the website uh, well, where these credentials belong. The problem with the autofill on page load feature is in Bitwarden that it may mix up uh, where the credentials are being sent to if the page contains an iframe that's loaded from a different domain. So if an attacker is able to inject their own iframe in a website that Bitwarden fills passwords in, then you potentially could have Bitwarden fill in your passwords into the wrong form and with that reveal them to an attacker. This is actually not a new problem. I've seen this in other password managers in the past. I thought we sort of went past this, but looks like it still remains a problem to really figure out what particular origin a form is loaded from. And of course, an attacker in being able to inject an iframe into the victim site, well, instead of an iframe, maybe they could have just modified the form tag themselves and have the credentials shipped to them. And in other miscellaneous vulnerabilities, we do have an update for 40 OS. I may have already mentioned that. For the most part, it's a denial of service vulnerabilities being patched. It depends a little bit on the device that you're using. Uh, so certainly take a look at the advisory if you're using a 40 gate devices. And then we also have an update from Veeam, the backup and replication solution. The backup service that's listening on a port 9401 is susceptible to a vulnerability that would allow an attacker to access files on the system. Well, and that's it for today. Thanks for listening and talk to you again tomorrow.